Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, oh, excuse me, I'm going to put mine up there first. <laughs> good morning, very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and you find yourself on OneRadioNetwork.com. We stream live most every day. All of our videos up on BitChute, and our audios are on, on OneRadioNetwork.com. In a few hours, we're going to be talking with the very uh, lovely lady and uh, very curious, interesting work that she does with German and new medicine, the work of Dr. Hammer. And uh, when you dig into that, you can see how the things we talk about mostly on Fridays, the mental, spiritual, emotional component to disease is just there. And uh, Dr. Hammer proved it with brain scans, and we have her on from time to time so you can get a better idea of how what we think and what we believe to be true is in the body, and this is really the root cause of all diseases. Now, in some places, um, they will censor you for saying that. Matter of fact, we used to be on YouTube, and we're no longer on there because they don't like what I have to say. And we're going to talk about that this morning with a fellow by the name of Zach Voorhees. Zach uh, was a senior software engineer at UB2B, Google, for 8.5 years, and he has been involved in the following software products, Google Earth, YouTube PS4, Xbox, Nintendo Switch. While working at YouTube, he learned that Google was censoring, uh, in quotes, fake news here, and investigated further into the company, only to find that they had, uh, what Google defined fake news is the meant events that had actually happened, and they create artificial intelligence to put out the results that they want, according to their corporate uh, I guess political and uh, um, you know agenda, and so he resigned in uh, 2019, and he has written a book all about it, and he's a whistleblower, and it is called uh, Google um, leaks and expose a big tech censorship. Mr. Borges, uh, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks, Thank you, Patrick. Thanks for being here. You're out in the San Francisco area, you were saying that it's really, really. Uh, really in, in hard bad shape out there right now yeah it's getting it's getting worse too getting it's, worse wow yeah. i'm long overdue to get out of san francisco but uh, i'm still here for now because um i was working on a project called blast.video which i've now launched and now i'm looking to make my way out either east to florida or to texas come on texas but where some, I am. yeah come on out here <laughs> where are you at uh, i'm i'm outside of austin in, in the hill country it's right wonderful out here mm. we got a pretty good nice weather very hot it's hot uh, you know texas is hot but uh we have a pretty good governor he's not 100 percent, but you know he's pretty good <laughs> habit ben DeSantis down there if you can get down in florida you know he's pretty cool pretty cool guy so well um so this new blast thing is yours it's interesting uh, one a listener sent me that is that your setup yeah, i made that oh mm-hmm. cool Cool. How do I'd like to put my my product up there? Is it easy to do? I haven't found a way yet. Yeah, just um, send me one of your videos, and I'll be able to from either BitChute or Rumble or Brighteon um, or Gab TV, and I'll be able to set put it, up. it up on Blast Video. Mm-hmm. And then I can load them up myself. Then after that, Zach. No, no, no. I'll just it'll just automatically pull them in. Oh, from BitChute. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll send you this one. 
There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll send you, that's great. Yeah, it looked great. It looked like you had a, quite a variety of, uh, of people up there. And uh, So, my goodness. So you were caught in the old Google thing for eight years or so. Um, how long did it take you, Zach, before you figured out that, that they were up to no good as far as uh, putting uh, links and AI stuff? You know, would, did it take a while for you to figure that out? Well, I mean, they were really good at the beginning, um, and I consider myself like a libertarian, and I felt sure. that the company was, you know, expressing those ideals. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Donald Trump won the election that Google decided that they were going to immediately turn to the dark side and start defining what fake news was, and from that definition of fake news, start censoring it. Which is why people like our they took us down a couple years ago but I yeah. think it was over for us Zach it was more about vaccines or something I think it was about vaccines you know yeah so when they say censored did they have the the wherewithal to put in all kinds of AI can you explain how they can do this so easily or not probably not easily yeah, but they, so, do, it. they um, do it they basically have an artificial intelligence system and the system is called machine learning fairness And the way that machine learning fairness works is that uh, they get training data and they label it with their ratings by human raters. Mm -hmm. And then they take this pile of documents and they feed it through an artificial intelligence training system. And the training system says, okay, well, why was this hate speech? Why was this not hate speech? And it tries to reverse engineer why the raters put certain labels on certain articles and from that it's able to come up with a mental map of what is you know hate speech or racism or whatever and it's all based upon the data that is manually curated by the employees of google and youtube manually curated they would put in the words that would trigger things zach no no No. what they would do is that they take existing articles like on the internet Mm -hmm. and then they say like from zero to five stars like how racist is this right and so then the computer tries to figure out what caused those ratings and it develops an internal map so it kind of creates its own little mind it's like its own artificial intelligence that's the idea yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so once it creates that um that output is um what's called a classifier and that classifier is the end product of this machine learning fairness. And then this classifier runs and then classifies data according to their social justice uh, goals, their corporate you know, conduct. And if you don't align within these classifiers or the classifiers trigger, then um, your video gets demonetized, uh, your channel gets banned, um, et cetera, et cetera. You get deranked off of Google. And so, um, you know, this was happening in secret. Uh, They weren't letting the public know that they were about to release this machine learning fairness. I discovered it because I was looking for Project Dragonfly, Hmm. which Google was talking about how it was going to be used to censor the the internet in China. And so I was like, oh, well, I've got access to Google's, you know, uh, network. I'm just going to go check it out. And then I couldn't see anything related to project dragonfly but man oh man i saw an entire like website internally uh with sub websites that was all dedicated to this machine learning fairness program that they were currently rolling out 
when I discovered it, they were rolling it out to middle management. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, uh, this is really interesting. I'm just going to save as PDF and just file it away for later. Um, and it became like an obsession of mine. I just <laughs> couldn't stop myself from yes, sir. looking more and more into this stuff because it was just absolutely blowing my mind. And I was just like, wow, they're getting ready for like some sort of coup. I w- that was what my thought was. And, um, and so I wanted to you know, preserve that evidence because um, I wanted to know whether I was going crazy, right? Because it was so radical what they were doing is that you, you need like a gut check to make sure that you're not you know, losing yeah. it. And so, yeah, I, I got all these documents and then um, eventually Google crossed so many red lines that I realized that I had to uh, expose this uh, because it was literally the end of the United States if people didn't know what was going on. And I didn't think that I was going to be able to stop them, but I felt that if I could warn people about it, that maybe I could get someone with more power to intervene and stop this. Um, And so I went out and I started seeking different journalists that could bring this story. Um, I ended up with Project Veritas. Mm -hmm. Project Veritas got a hold of the story and then they you know, ran with it in 2019 and then it just exploded June 2019 and then exploded again in August when I came out fully myself um, and released 950 pages of Google's internal censorship regime. Hmm. And then you wrote the book, uh, when did when the book was released? Hmm. Leaks? Well, me and Kent Heckin Lively wrote the book. Um, hmm. Uh, two years later. Well, I mean, we started. We started a year later. Mm-hmm. It was about a year, right? Um, and so, uh, when you said you you were really concerned about the United States Act, was was it a, just about the twenty sixteen election when you said a coup? Is that what you were ta- referring to, or other things? No, twenty twenty was like I like I felt that Trump was going to get like a second you know term in office yes sir you know and so i was like well you know it looks like they're going to try to stop that um and they're going to weaponize everything and i didn't want to live in a world that was weaponized to such a a degree and i i you know i'm I'm not the biggest fan of trump but sure i understand you know it's i i i felt that most of the attacks against him were based on fake news like over and over and over again i was like that's fake that's fake you know um Mm -hmm. and i wanted to not live in a world where there's so much fake information i don't think that the you know if the president's going to (laughs) get you know removed from office let it be for something that he did not something that he didn't do and then was amplified by a criminal media system and that's what i saw and i saw that google was getting in on this and i was like oh no now i'm part of this coup as well that's going on Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to be i didn't want to be complicit in this and so you know i felt that it was my duty as an american to um try to stop it within the company um and then when that didn't work um to eventually go out and let everyone know um that this was happening i see Uh, zach Voorhees is with us if you have a question 888-663-6386 email patrick at oneradionetwork.com so, um, uh, back to the on the on the just the this AI thing. So, does Google have a way, Zach Voorhees, to have less people see 
my stuff on one radio network if some of the things we talk about whether it be I don't know injections or vaccine or whatever the germ yeah. theory um, which they'll also censor you for if you don't believe in the germ theory <laughs> uh, which is interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me do they have a way to 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 affect our searches and all that from from just from my website as well absolutely do they do, they do that do they yeah, care? They, they, they do it by multiple means. So one of the one of the ways is that um, well, they outsource a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. to the worst organization ever, which is the uh, ADL, which traffics in defamation. Um, and if the ADL or the SPLC don't like your paternal list, then you know they're they're reading from that list. And Google does that in order to have plausible deniability. Um, and sort of a liability shield. They're like, oh, we didn't actually want to censor you. It was, you know, the ADL, ADL. this third party, you know, a group that specializes in identifying hate and misinformation. And so that's that's one of the mechanisms that they do. A second mechanism is that they have something called a page rank score, and hmm. um, and it, it exists for pretty much every single website out there. It also exists for people. Uh, Ted Cruz has asked for his page rank score. Google refuses to give it to him. Um, this page rank score is based upon uh, uh, one of the components of the page rank score is based upon EAT. That stands for expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. Mm. And your EAT score is based upon what Wikipedia thinks about you, what they say about you, what the MSM says about you. So if I were to you know look your name up, Patrick, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, go on the internet, and um, I were to do a Google search then the Google search results would be the basis of the EAT score. Uh, and wow. what's going to pop up at the front? It's going to be uh, the MSM. It's going to be BBC. It's going to be you know The Guardian. W- whatever hit pieces they've done on you is going to show up. And then that is used um, as the way to rank your website. Now, the problem with this is that all those all the search results are torpedo, right? Like um, hmm. we've got an echo chamber. The Guardian, the BBC, they're all at the top. So when you do a Google search now on anyone, if anyone in the mainstream media has written hit pieces about you, that floats right to the very top. And then that is used within the echo chamber to torpedo your search results. Wow. And that's the current state of where we're at right now. And that's every website in, in the, every website. Every website on the internet. Has an yes. each score. And has a neat score. If if I'm not I'm not big enough to have anybody write hit, hit pieces, so if I just do things Zach about oh I don't know injections or the germ theory or other things that they don't like or um, um, the globalist or the World Economic Forum and that kind of stuff, um, can they still affect how many people find my my website just by my eat score? Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's not good. <laughs> no. It's 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 the end it's the end of the republic. It's the end of the whole party. It's yes, the end sir. of the, you know, uh, the whole reason for Google to exist, which is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible. They don't want that. They're closing that down. Um they're shutting it down. And um it's now time to flip the world and turn it into this uh, new world order to rise. That's right? what We're they want, right? Yeah. Examples mm-hmm. like I don't know if you know this, but on May twenty second, 
in Geneva, Switzerland, the Biden is going to the Biden administration is going to hand over sovereignty to the WHO in the cases of a pandemic. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that article. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that, but as you know, sir, they they don't have any authority. You know, they're just they just make it up. You know, they say they have authority in the CDC. They're just corporations and. But people believe him, and the media believes him, and Google believes him, and everybody believes him. But you know, it's 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 troubling. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so a little bit about about you when when you come out like this, do you have any protection for yourself? Are you concerned about your welfare or anything like that? Yeah, I think they're going to get me eventually um, really? if I don't escape before. Yeah, like once once like we're headed for war, like. There, there's going to be an economic collapse. Yes, um, it's going to happen with the war, um, and the people that have been dissident in the past, um, they're they're going to come for them eventually. Um, and there's going to be a time where it's going to be like, okay, party's over, no more free speech, and they're just going to declare it like, oh, it's martial law. Uh, your constitutional rights have been suspended. And w- once that hits, it's like, you know, it's like. Whatever free speech you had, it's it's time to put that away because now the people with guns are going to come for you. Um, it's going to be like, you know, like uh, one of these totalitarian regimes or communist regimes or fascist regimes um, where, you know, you say the wrong thing and then people show up and then you disappear for a while and then they take your stuff and then they eventually release you. That's what's coming for the United States uh, because they're going to do a whole bunch of really awful moves within the United States to confiscate people's property, to have a change in governance structure and once people find out what's happening they're going to riot they're going to protest especially the leftists who've been swallowing all this stuff and saying oh this new world order isn't happening and then once they start seeing that's actually happening they're going to be very disillusioned they're going to be very upset Mm -hmm. they're going to go to the streets and they're going to protest with the conservatives um against this uh stealing of sovereignty and so um, you know, these leftists are going to become legitimate targets of this new globalist regime that's going to come in. Um, and there's going to be a lot of bad stuff. Um, I don't know if you're aware of like how a communist regime takes over, but there's a lot of people that die. Um, you know, it happened in France, 1778. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of death and it kind of happened in the same way that happens now. The media is in control. The banking cartel owns the media when someone they're, someone they don't like the media says oh this person's a bad person and then all of a sudden that person becomes a free target for the secret police to come and arrest or kill or you know off with their head essentially and this is what I think is coming for the United States um, you know unless we can turn it around and we're pretty much at the 11th hour about you know all this like we this would have been a lot easier four years ago uh, you know I tried my best to, to stop it but um, you know, as soon as I released this information about Google and all these other whistleblowers started stepping forward, then we got this virus released. And the the interesting thought experiment was what would have happened if all the Project Veritas whistleblowers hadn't come out and started blowing the whistle on big tech and letting the public know that, you know, there was this planned coup that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one interpretation is that this was sort of a, a response to that. They're like, oh, you know, Google and Facebook is being exposed as this election rigging system. So, um, you know, out with the virus so we can play this plot card sooner than expected. 
Um, and so I don't know. I don't know. It's it's always interesting to look back and think what would have happened in an alternative timeline where I just shut my mouth and didn't say anything. Um, but it looks like, you know, a lot of chaos has been generated from, you know, their last election rigging um, and the installation of an illegitimate president to the throne, right? Like when Biden took office January 22nd, um, you know, they had all of the fences blocked off in Washington, D.C. Yes, sir, they did. You know, it was the most, it looked like the most illegitimate, um, you know, transfer of power I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen anything yeah, like it. It's really, really something. Uh, Zach Voorhees is with us, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. So you you knew that this, uh, the 2020 election was going to be stolen. You you knew that. Oh, yeah, without you, a doubt. Without like, a it doubt. was clear. It was, it was clear. It was clear to me that they were, they were gearing up for that. Yeah. Did you have you seen the the, the video twenty thousand two thousand mules or something yes. like? Pretty really yes. interesting, isn't it? Really interesting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you're in the belly of the beast here, Zach. Uh, these people, these globalist new world order types, and the banking cartel and big pharma, they must have so many tentacles and so much power that it doesn't even matter what people know anymore. They just keep doing what they want to do and nobody can stop them they have the justice department they have the cia they have the fbi right the military i mean this is not good this is not good what's going on yeah and it's weird because it's like you see these videos like for the cia they're like you know oh i've got like two moms and you know and and same thing for the army but then you go to the the army released their video about cywar and what they're Cywar division does and it's like the video doesn't have any of the SJW poisoning it's really on point it's really focused and it says that they are the tip of the spear for all these revolutions that are happening and that they see all mediums of communication as potential weapons that they're going to exploit in order to topple governments and it's just like you know wow you know they're they're really going for a worldwide revolution at this point and um they're going to push as hard as possible in order to get it through. And the weird thing is, I don't know whether they're about to lose, or and win. this is why they're going yeah. for broke, yeah. this Hail Mary, or they're about to win, and they're doing the final push in order to capture territory. Interesting. Yeah, it is an interesting question. I mean, there's millions of people that are awake, millions and millions of people. Um, I, I guess what it would take just you know, a couple hundred million people say, no, we're not doing whatever you want me to do. I don't know. I mean, it all it all comes down to the police, right? Like, yes, if they've got their commissars that are going to enforce the ideological regime, then, um, you know, that's the bad situation. That's like the long night. That's like communist China where one-fifth of the people are, I'm sorry, communist Cuba where, every, like, one-fifth of the population is involved in the security forces, right? Snitch nation, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, we're still a long way from that position, but um, you know they're they're aiming for that. And I think that the big thing is that they need to get rid of the Constitution. They need to get rid of states' rights. They need to centralize power in Washington D.C., uh, which is the swamp. And um, they need to. I mean, you know, they're going to do this by building tyranny right into the infrastructure. Um, you know, if you say the right wrong thing, you go to the wrong place, then your PayPal will get canceled, right? Like I had my PayPal, my Venmo for my corporate and my personal just get whacked 
because I was near the January 6th, um, you know, thing, oh, you speaking were. out against yeah. the, you know, the, the rigged election. And it was obviously rigged, right? 2,000 mules proves <laughs> that it was rigged um, in that way. And, um, yeah. and so it's like my finances got cut off. And, you know, this is, this is an example of what they're intending to do, where if you speak out, you know, against the upcoming war, then you're going to have your bank account frozen. Um, you're not, you're going to be restricted in your travel, you know, put on a no fly, uh, fly list. And, uh, and this is what's coming. And the, the question is like, at, also at the same time is that the people are waking up faster than they've ever woken up before. Yes, sir. And, you know, you got these two waves that look like they're on a collision course. The American public going, wait a minute, what is going on? This is an American. And then the globalists going, oh, we got to seize power as quickly as we can. And I don't know how it's going to go because, like, look, when they demolished the USSR, right? Like, that was not a natural collapse. They, they collapsed it. Um, no one stopped it. No one stopped the collapse. They knew that it was collapsing. They're like, oh, it's, they're imploding it, but no one ever stopped it. What's interesting about the United States is it looks like it's putting up a fight to the death. And I'm really proud about the United States for doing that because, you know, the USR, they just let it collapse. But it looks like we're fighting for our life and we may not go down, um, you know, without a fight. In fact, we may actually win this thing. That's the crazy thing to think about is that what happens if we win this thing and it's the United States against the globalists? like. They're going to have to cheat so freaking hard in these midterm elections, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we're making serious progress in preventing the election cheating, um, you know, preventing the the mules. Now people are going to see these people, you know, putting in ballots and taking pictures and they're going to start confronting them. And so I can only imagine the narratives are going to spin off of this. Oh, the conservatives are doing election interference and trying to stop the vote and blah 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 i'm sure they're going to have a lot of minorities doing the being the mules so that when people act out against them they can claim that it's you know kkk style voter suppression like it's just going to be so freaking ugly in the next um you know this time come november and then on top of that um you know there's our experts predicting that there's going to be a new um pandemic that hits and that 100 million people are going to be, you know, uh, sickened. And so, you know, <laughs> this right. is where we're at. This I is understand. our life now. And it's all coming to a head in the next six months. That's my prediction. I understand. Um, I wonder if they would lose control of the political left because of what you said before, where these people who have believed uh, the world order was crazy and start getting affected that could be the straw that breaks the commons back as far as we really need those people, don't we? The, the libertarians amongst us. No. We could use we those them. people. We, we need the libertarians. We need. We also need the left. That's because, what I mean. We need um, the left. Yeah, we need the left. Because what, what's interesting is that when there's a communist revolution, um, the libtards are lined up on the wall and shot first. Uh, and the reason why is because the libtards are brainwashed all the way up into the point that they start feeling the pain. And then once they feel the pain, they, they have a mass awakening. But never before. This is the problem about ideological subversion with the left is that hmm. they don't actually wake up until they, they, it comes for them. And so um, there's this opportunity that's coming up very quickly where once this economic destruction starts happening, 
Uh, and people are like, wait a minute, why is there a shortage of food? And then they start getting clued in that, yeah, this is actually intentional. Like, I don't know if you've seen this, like there's this video floating around, you know, in, in Australia where they're just dumping avocados onto the side of the street. No, I right? like, like they're just paying people to dump food and produce, um, culling chickens. Um, and we're in the middle of a food crisis. Yes, sir. And you, there's, there's a lot of things that can be said about, you know, yada, yada, yada. But like when you don't have food to eat, you're going to take a very long, hard look at how we got to the current situation. And so we have this opportunity to reach out to them and get them on our side. And if we can successfully do that, then we'll have a revolution in this country. But It'll the, be an anti-globalist revolution. I think, it, isn't it... Isn't it, can it be said that the food crisis has been an engineered crisis, right? Started with, with in California with unloading the trucks a couple years ago and everything, COVID. So why, why would they want to drive? I don't understand why they would want to drive the people to get so hungry that they start doing irrational things and fighting. I mean. Because that's how you, that's how you generate a crisis in order to drive history. Um, you, like, look, you, you need a reason to get people out and, and protesting and the problem uh you know in the past is that um the media networks were weaponized such that people didn't understand what was hap actually happening they, they know that they're hungry but the reasons for it were wrong um but now with social media and large percentage of the population woken up um now we're going to let them know yeah this is this is engineered um, and, uh, you know, we're, we've been predicting it now, like, oh, look, there's this food crisis that's coming. And the left is like, no, no, no. But now it's like even my own leftist friends in these chat groups are mm. stunned. They, are they? they see it clearly. Nice. They're stunned at oh, what's going good. on. That's good. Yeah. We'd use those little rascals. Get out of their basement and do something. <laughs> Zach, can you hold on a second? We want to do a quick break, please. Thank Zach Voorhees and his website is ZachVoorhees.com, Google Whistleblower, and uh, we'll tell you all about his book. Uh, he will, and uh, we'll do that in just a second. Previously, with Dr. Mark Circus, he offered this. The audience should know uh, both of us are into hydrogen, and specifically hydrogen inhalation. Both are into the same machine. This guy, George, the Aquacure, mm -hmm. made it in, in New York and Canada. So three months ago, a study that was published in Dove Press, brain metastasis completely disappear in non-small cell lung cancer using hydrogen gas inhalation. We're not saying that breathing hydrogen and drinking hydrogen water will cure your cancer. Not at all. We're just reporting on a study. But just imagine what breathing hydrogen is doing for my body and can be doing for years, bringing things back into balance. The AquaCure Hydrogen Browns Gas Machine, we think the best on the market. Use promo code. Use promo code one radio, and now we have it at 20% off. It's a sale going on. Not sure for how long, but uh, if you want to get one, these are uh, really remarkable machines. I, as you know, if you hang around here, I started in broadcasting. Uh, in Armed Forces Radio during Vietnam in 68 and uh, been in broadcasting ever since. So you can imagine all of the, uh, the, uh, the contraptions and potions and creams and pills and 
all the stuff that I have been introduced to in those 50, over 50 years now, what is it, almost 55 years. Um, and I, I can honestly say that this is probably the, the most exceptional uh, and useful uh, technology. You breathe the gas and you drink the water and you can feel it and, and he has a lifetime warranty and a one-year no-questions-asked money-back warranty. What does that tell you about a unit? Check it out. Promo code one radio twenty percent off right now. You breathe the gas, drink the water, and I think your your body's going to like it a lot. Previously, Doctor Hal Huggins on detoxing mercury. You do not have to get all the mercury out of the body. That's not what the problem is. It's the direction it's going. If you have more going out than you have coming in, then you're going to have a good chemistry. You're going to feel good. But if you have more going in to the body than going out chemistries look bad and you feel bad if you had to name just a few things on the top of your list to help get mercury out whether they be supplements or foods give us your top five okay off the top of your head best thing would be the infrared sauna the thing is detoxification is easy anybody can release a lot of mercury but if you're using a sauna or especially the infrared sauna then you are eliminating the mercury through the skin and you are bypassing liver and kidney. So that's a very good way to go. That's a very good thing to do. We have the best price ever on this sauna. Uh, best price. Yeah, we're shipping one over to Israel today. Ship them all over the world. And uh, our local price uh, in the lower 48 is $1,295, and they don't even allow us to put it in print because Google picks it up and everybody will see it, and they want people selling it really uh, for more. But uh, we worked out a deal with them. We're taking less commission. I'd rather have more people get it. I have enough money to make my house payment. I'm good. Uh, so that's it. Twelve ninety five. just email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com, and we'll hook you up. Twelve ninety five, Patrick at oneradionetwork.com and then we'll get you set up and have your own little sauna at home. You sit in it, you can see the picture. It's uh, it's really a nice unit. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com. Zach, thanks for coming on the show this morning. I know you had to get up a little early there. Zach Voorhees, his book is called Google Leaks an expose of big tech censorship, and you now have a new website uh, where you're doing all kinds of videos called Blast, right? Blast.com? Blast.video, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, Blast.video is the best place for news on the internet 24-7. Cool. Um, you know, this was to fix the problem of YouTube's meddling in the, um, you know, by kicking everyone off. And so what I did is I uh, found, uh, you know, newsmakers from around the internet and combine them all under one single page. And there's a spider that goes and crawls all hmm. of their content and uh, brings it all under one central location. And so that's the last dot video. I'm running a, a fundraiser right now to help support this for the next year. Cool. It's blast.video slash support. Uh, please throw a penny in the tip jar. It really makes a difference. Uh, I'm going to be here until the authorities come and shut me down. Uh, it's getting quite scary out there, but we need a narrative in order to understand what's going on with the world. And I intend to be the best place for news on the internet, 
24-7. Oh, good for you. I'm kind of excited to get on there. So um, does Google and other, this AI thing, they, do they actually, can they, can they go through this video we're having right now and pick us up and, and let us know that they don't like what we're saying? I, I, it depends on where you're being broadcast from. I mean, certainly, like on BitChute or on Blast or YouTube. Yeah, I think I think that they're I think they're cataloging all the things on BitChute for sure. Uh-huh. They're, they're crawling it. They're 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 downloading content. They're uh, data mining the content that's in there for stuff. So, you know, they, they've got the best AI in the world, and so if there is a video where people are talking, then they just rip the audio out and then they transliterate it into text. And then from the transliteration, it's run through this machine learning fairness and they're able to hmm. classify it. So oh. yeah, I think that they're monitoring uh, this this bit shoot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's other ones out there, but uh, how are you going to be able to make a living on Blast? How are you going to support that whole? Well, right uh, now it's donations only. It, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, people want this. They want like that YouTube experience but you know for conservative content you know and that's what i give them but this is cross-platform right it's not just bit shoot it's not just rubble it's like all the major uh channels can feed right in good for you could feed right in and so you know if you want to know what the best you know what the trending topics are for any given day like my site's going to be the best site out there oh, cool. for that which is why i built it and so uh people love it uh, they're providing me funds in order to, to continue on with this project, um, and I'm just going to run it until uh, until that runs out. So we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll turn it to ads one day or have monetization features. But right Stop now, yeah. I'm just trying to build the best place for news on the internet 24/7. And when did Blast Blast off Blast off video? When did it it appear? How long? Uh, it it was March 29th when we launched. Wow! Yeah, so, so it's like a very new. But, I see, but you've new. got kabillions of hits on there, so somehow people are finding it. Huh. Yeah. Oh, shows like yours. You know, I go out there and I talk about it. Because you know, everyone's looking for the best place for news 24-7. Yeah. And when they see it, they just add it as part of their daily media diet. So mm-hmm. that's what we see right now. We see a lot of pe- thousands of people coming in every day to check out what's going on. Um, and uh, I'm about to run 2,000 Mules as a preview on the website, you know, so I, I actually have like a spot for promoted content. So if there's something that I'm like, hey, you guys should see this should, and I can make it the top of the video feed. And so that's what I'm going to do. I just did that with Charlene Bollinger's video, uh, Propaganda. So I'm going to do this with Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, They're not paying me. I just want to do it because it's nope. so important for people to understand like this movie and what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Um you should. I, I would encourage you to look into the whole germ theory thing. And we've had Dr. Lanka, Cowan, Kaufman, these people on, and done a lot of shows on them. They'll they'll be on your place when you upload BitChute when I send you. And I I think Zach, this germ theory is is like the big four thousand pound elephant because their entire medical models built on the idea that you and I can catch something from each other. It's just not true. It's all been made up since uh goes all the way back to uh, uh 1918 what, what what flu was that uh, whatever um but the covid thing there's no germ it's never been isolated it's been a psychological operation in our opinion and all the research they have no they have no germ there's no germ and pretty trippy and you you can help with that one and boy that get that information out there um 
So you mentioned China. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, for example, what was Google wanting to keep Chinese citizens from seeing and doing? China's in on the game, aren't they? Uh, Nah. Well, here's here. This is as far as I know. Let me talk about China for a okay. minute. So, China is under attack by the Western forces, and um, the way that ideological subversion works is that it happens in four different steps, and um, it starts with demoralization, um, destabilization. There's a crisis, and then you seize power. And what the globalists want to do is they want want to run this color revolution pattern on on. China, and they want to begin the process by getting access to the Chinese citizens. And the Chinese Communist Party is like, no, 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 no. We know this game. We play this game. We're not going to allow the United States to come in and start programming our citizens with their propaganda, right? And so China's got a very, very tight regulation over what can be said in the country. Uh, I, I like free and open societies. I think that we should be able to say anything. I disagree with the censorship everywhere, but... Mm-hmm. I totally understand why China is doing what they want to do. So what Google wants to do is it wants to do whatever it can to get its meat hooks into China and start getting access to its people so that they can start giving them globalist propaganda. Uh, you know, let, let's get let's get other people into your country. Let's get open up your trade. Let's take down the taxes. Let's take down, you know, the taxes for foreign corporations. Let's relax the ownership rules. Um, all of these things which are necessary for a free and open society, which, China, let's face it, China's not. Um, now, China knows that if they do that, then the globalists are going to get their meat hooks and they'll never let go. They'll just keep on opening it up all the way to the point that they take over the country yeah, the and people re- destroy it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And they'll get the people to turn, turn on the Communist Party and, and take them out. And so um, China's like, screw that. (laughs) And so what they've done is that they've sort of allowed Google to come into the country, but they've like chained them down and they tell them what they can and can't do. And if Google doesn't ever want to play along, then the I believe that the um, People's Liberation Army will just come in and just nationalize the whole thing. Um, You know, China's got very interesting rules around ownership management like 50 percent of the management has to be you know chinese nationals Mm -hmm. so i'm sure that whatever research facility that china has or google has in china that it's pretty much infiltrated through the back door and through the front door and so this censorship engine you know project dragonfly if it even existed because there's no evidence that it does Mm. um was an attempt by google to sort of placate the communist party so that they could become one of the search engines within China. So that's why I think about China. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Like, I, I think that China is going to be one of the strongest countries to stand up to this global cartel. And in some ways, I'm actually, which is strange, I'm actually rooting for the Chinese Communist Party because they're actually big enough titans to be able to stand up to the monster that is American globalism. And, and I think that you can see it forming with Putin and China and Iran and uh, possibly India um, and some other countries. And they could uh, they could score off against the other globalists, you know, the World Economic Forum people. And uh, wouldn't it be interesting if China and communists are, uh, save us in some way? 
yeah. right? All I mean, right. there's no good guys in this no, story. No, no, right? like, they're, they're, like, you know, they're all they're all bad. Yeah, they're all. But dictators. the thing is, is that yeah. yeah, they're all dictators. But the thing is, is that um, you know, nothing can be possibly as worst as these murderers that are sitting at the throne of globalism right now. Yes, like, these people are just so freaking awful that it's not about who is the good guy. It's can we get the person that's not quite as bad to yes, sir. Uh, prevent the bad guys from doing their mass genocides with their pandemics and all this other yes, stuff. Yes, sir. I agree. Yeah, well said. Uh, we used to call it, well, in the, in the currency world, I study money, we call it the cleanest dirty shirt, you know. Uh, the dollar is, you know, on, on, uh, on life support, but it's still the best one out there right now. I mean, it's, you know, cleanest dirty shirt. It's still yes. the, it's still the, uh, the world reserves currency, but with central bank digital currencies coming out all over the place, you know, things are going to change, you know, as far as the whole money thing. Just, a, this may be an offshoot, but uh, what is your opinion, because um, you're deep in the belly of the beast here, of uh, the longevity of BitChute? Do you think that's, can is going to, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, um, Bitcoin or BitChute? Bitcoin, Bitcoin, sir. Yeah. What do you, you think that's a long-term player or they can stop it? Oh, man. The thing is, is that you got the CIA shilling for Bitcoin. Um, every single time the regulators try to drive like a stake through the heart of Bitcoin and make it illegal, there's like some sort of evil cabal that stands up and says, no, we shouldn't get rid of Bitcoin. It's really important. And so um, I, my, it's my understanding that Bitcoin is a Western PSYOP that is um, there to... Um, bring about the idea of a currency and this digital currency is something that may actually replace the dollar system like you see the WEF there's right they're saying that the future is not going to be the United States dominating the world it's going to be a coalition of um, countries of nations of countries and so what better way to establish a new dollar system than with a um, energy-based currency which is like what Bitcoin is maybe with some layer one and some layer two to like, you know, lubricate the transactions and reduce the cost. And so I think that Bitcoin is really sort of a psyop. Um, I know that when it was generated, that the people that did it are unknown and there's like a bunch of mysticism. Whenever right. I see a bunch of mysticism like this, um, I, I'm immediately suspicious because I've seen this mysticism before. And when I, and it's like, there's certain books out there where they're like, oh, we don't know how it was created. It was like created or like out of someone's mind in two hours, right? You know, something weird, some weird story where someone like- Satoshi or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah, right? Some Satoshi guy, we don't know who he is. Like he, he built this like this blockchain thing and he put out this paper and then everyone's like, oh my God. And then they like, they went for it and that became like the thing. And then everyone's like, oh, it's gonna defeat like the central bank. And none of its core promises have held up yet. Um, they're like, like you still can't buy a copy with it. You can't pay for for lots of things, though. That is starting to change now. But um, I think that what this is is this is priming the population for the introduction of a central bank, central bank digital, digital currency, currency. Yeah. and that's going to be the thing. And then once once that is brought in, then Bitcoin's going to be done. They're, they're going to end it or they're going to heavily regulate it um, because I, at the end, I think it's dangerous because at the end of the of the day, uh, it's the network with the most energy 
that is going to be able to own this this Bitcoin. And the entity that will be able to generate the most energy is going to be the state. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so the state at some point is just going to come in. They're going to be like, we've captured 51% of the network. And by the rules that have been laid out that you guys all agreed to because you all bought into it, we now control the network. And so if we don't want your transaction to go through, they're not going to let your transaction go through. Just like right? they're doing with Russia and the SWIFT and all of that. Yes. yes. Same thing. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're going to be right back to essentially controlled stuff. Uh, the devil's in the details, you know, but they came out and they said, like, right in the original paper that whoever owns 51% of the network can own Bitcoin. And that's, that hasn't ever been changed. And there's there's these other coins like um, Ethereum and the rest of them. Uh, well, that the, those are smart contracts, but I'm talking more like Cardano, which hmm. is the proof of stake. So instead of saying wh- whoever burns the most energy, it's going to basically be a cabal of owners of this coin. They're going to be able to set the consensus. And I think that that's going to come under attack sooner than Bitcoin, because at least with Bitcoin, it's open. Anyone who can produce the most energy can come in and just take over the whole thing. But with Cardano, it's it's more complicated because it's cabal. So I think that all these coins are going to be under attack um, in the very near future. I think that they're eventually going to go to zero unless the cartel plans for Bitcoin to be the dominant currency. And that's what I don't know. Like, I don't know whether the cartel actually wants Bitcoin to be the central bank digital currency. Which reserve, is possible, right? Which, which is possible, which possible. is 100% possible that, they, that they're planning. And if that's the case, then I'm going to be long Bitcoin. But I haven't been able to figure that out yet. Okay, good for you. Patrick Timpone with Zach Voorhees, uh, Google uh, whistleblower. Now, do, do, they have, um, do, do they have any laws for what they're worth, Zach, in place or... Um, programs to protect people like you on some level or are you just out there on your own I'm just out there on my own you know if they want me dead they're going to kill me Um, there's nothing I can do about it Um, I I, and what I do is I kind of leave myself open uh, to be surveilled because um, look if I start going dark then that's going to invite them to come and surveil me and get an agent involved and at this point i don't want that at this point i'm just open in the public hey this is what i'm doing blast that video like uh if if they kill me they're going to kill me and people are going to understand that and at this point like i've lived so much in my life um you know i've been in the center of this disclosure on google uh you know help start this wave with project veritas where these whistleblowers came out that I'm, I'm pretty much just living on bonus time right now. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I've accomplished everything that I could hope to accomplish in my life. And, you know, if I accomplish more, then that's great. Uh, and that's awesome. Uh, and I hope to, to be an agent of change. And if they decide that I'm too noisy and they want to come kill me, then, you know, I've lived a good life. And, and I'm not really, af- I, mean, I used to be afraid of death. Like it really bothered me, but something happened where I just stopped caring, mm-hmm. um, you know, because uh, this disclosure gave my life purpose. And before that, I, I felt like I was always searching for that purpose. Like, what's what's my role in the universe? Um, and uh, it looks like I, it's going to be that I was a dissident uh, on this great globalism reset. And we're going to see whether it's actually, you know, successful or not. And if it's not, then uh, I'm going to thank, uh, I'm going to thank the maker for putting me into position to help be part of that counter-revolutionary force that stopped it. 
And um, if they are successful, then at least I have a clear conscience knowing that I did everything in my power to stop it once I found out that it was happening. Um, and I, I'm not really responsible for, for what's going to happen next. Yeah, well said. So over the years, Zach uh, Boris, uh, people have conjectured, argued, if you will, that um, to be like a Amazon or a Google or a YouTube or Facebook or you know uh, um, Elon Musk and all these cabillionaires that you that you at the beginning you sell your soul to the devil to get things lots of money and you get involved with the CIA they have a whole operation as you know they invest in things I, I don't know the corporation's name do you think there's anything to that have you seen any evidence of that or you know pay- Elon Musk well just everything in other words you don't become a, a Zuckerberg or a Musk or a you tuber google unless you sell your soul to the devil early on and they give you money and they help and and all of that do you think there's anything to that yeah i think there is something to that and it's kind of weird with elon musk because um they're just letting him walk in and buy twitter at this point so they're they're either going to pipe piper him into a dead end and then pull the rug out at the end of the thing because the sale's supposed to go through in october 25th right before the election so um, as far as we know, they're, they're leading him down this thing in order to placate conservatives. And then at the very end, they're going to be like, just kidding. And then they're going to pull the rug out from all of us. And then, you know, because right now we're, we're in this great decentralization and people are going to gap, people are going to get her. And these alternatives are building up. And this flocking is, uh, would make uh, these globalists very like upset because they want everything centralized so they can control it and so one of the moves that i see with this twitter is that right as everyone was splitting off from twitter and getting these alternative centers of free speech mm-hmm. now all of a sudden elon's like i'm gonna buy twitter and make it better and so now everyone's coming back to twitter and they're taking down some of the the bots and they're taking down some of the um you know the automated voting mechanisms and so now everyone's going back on twitter but um I suspect, and I, I'm not going to say that this is my prediction, but I suspect that they're going to pull the rug out um, in the middle of October, um, and then they're going to start banning everyone, and then they're going to rig the election. I think that that's what's going to happen, um, uh, or might happen. And uh, in that case, that's the reason why they're, he's being supported. Uh, oh, you mean... So it's not necessary. You're, you're you're arguing to possibly Musk is not the bad dude, but they're just going to get him. They're going to you know, and so he'll save face as well if if he's not part of this. That idea. Uh, yeah, the yeah. thing is, is that like there's 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 two types of people, right? Like there's there's people that are born into it and they're p- placed in positions of power and they shouldn't be, but they but they're they've been sort of groomed to be mm-hmm. this leadership role, and then there's people that are just really freaking smart. And I think that Elon Musk is just one of these really effective leaders. Um, you know, he, you know, unlike, you know, the CEO of YouTube, you know, the, Elon Musk was part of PayPal and yes. he grew that. He was PayPal, and right? He was PayPal, right? Mm. And so uh, I, I think that he's just got this rare set of circumstances. And so he's been sort of adopted into the party a little bit. Um, and I, I don't, you know, and and on the other hand, I think that even though he's been selected, he has been helped, right? Like they do invite him on Saturday Night Live, and it's this sort of uh, "we like you, we hate you" sort of um, moves that I saw with Donald Trump, right? Because Donald Trump was pushed by the 
media on The Apprentice as this competent person that fires everyone, that sort of like predictive programmed everyone to think, oh, this is the guy that fires people. And then he became like this super hated guy that the media always talked about. And then he became like, you know, the president. And now the same patterns playing out with Elon Musk. First, he was called the next Einstein. Hmm. Now he's um, now now he's like public enemy number one, you know. And they're, they're, it looks like they're gearing him up for this role um, that he's stepping into now. And it was funny because a week before he announced that he was purchasing Twitter, I was telling another podcast that watch out for Elon because they've got something planned for Elon. He's going to play a very big role. I don't know what it is. And then, boom! A week later, he gets. Uh, he he announces that he's going to buy Twitter, and, and the J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs help him of all places. So mm. that's that's kind of the 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 smoking gun is the fact that it's the banking cartels themselves that seem to be helping to underwrite this whole financial purchase of Twitter. So that's concerning. You need to un- think that right, and we know who these people are. They are the the elite globalists, right? Yep. They, they sit with him and meet with him and play golf with him. Uh, uh, here's an email for you. Um, are are there other search engines like DuckDuckGo any better than Google? DuckDuckGo is currently better than Google, but um, DuckDuckGo is a front end for Bing, and Bing is changing all of their um, their, their censorship. They're oh. they're implementing censorship. They're going towards the direction of Google. Um, hmm. And as a result, DuckDuckGo was like, oh, we're going to start censoring things yeah. like the Gateway Pundit. So they're turning towards the dark side. They're not as bad as Google yet, but it looks like they're heading in that direction. And they sort of did this about face where they like changed their thing from search results to privacy. And they're like, oh, people aren't here for the search results. They're here for the privacy. And now DuckDuckGo is adding tracking tags to their links so you know the, 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 it's just a front group um Kagi is something that i like as an alternative i'm also investigating brave search engine but it's just not as good as what DuckDuckGo uh is at this point like right now i think that DuckDuckGo is functionally the best search engine if you're looking for non-political content and if you're looking for political content then the only place you can really go right now is um you know uh social media or my site, Blast.Video. Video. Like I literally made Blast.Video Video because I wanted to provide a place where people could be able to get this content uh, freely and easily. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, Kagi is such is a great site. That's k a g i dot com. That's going to be a paid search engine. You pay three dollars a month. You get search results, no ads. Um, they're doing that because they say the ads are going to destroy search engines. They're going to get out of that business. They're going to have a uh, a paid search result engine but the good thing is that right now it's free so you can use it uh check it out kagi.com kagi kagi yeah and if you want something for free you can always use search.brave.com that's that's it's an okay search engine it's getting better i hope that you know it's going to be a lot better in the next um you know over the next six months Lori wants one of the things oh go ahead go ahead Though, though I do want to finish up by saying that one of the cool things that is going to come up on the Brave search engine is that they're going to allow you to do uh, blocking of entire sites um, based upon your login. So if you're like, look, I don't want to get any sort of information from the WHO or WebMD, oh, cool. you can just That's hit great. block. It's called goggles. 
they're going to block it out so you can tailor your search results uh, and get rid of the block the misinformation mm -hmm. from the globalists. Lori wants to know if your guests can give us any tips if we're on Google or other search engines to find what we want with our search questions. Hmm. Interesting question. Uh, uh, well, it depends. If you're doing for anything political or health related, just not don't use Google um, at all. Yeah. Uh, use it's just not going to work. Um, if you're doing a really deep dive um, on something, ironically, it's going to be scholar.google.com, which is still the best um, place because what it does is it searches through all of the research papers. I'm actively looking for a replacement to that. I haven't been able to find it. But, and what was that uh, one you just mentioned? What was it? Scholar.google.com. Okay. It searches through... It searches through all of the research papers and tells you what's going on. They haven't really politicized that website yet, which I'm surprised because I expected mm -hmm. they would have. But um, that's what I use to find out a whole bunch of different things and topics and, you know, what mm -hmm. the COVID-related, mm -hmm. you know, research, like the true research is. Yeah. Um, and so if anyone knows a better website than scholar.google.com for deep research, let me know because I will use it every single day. And you have a contact uh, clip on blast.video that people can... Yeah, support at blast.video. Okay, support at blast.video. Mm -hmm. uh, here's another one for you. John wants to know, do you think there would ever be a time when they, and he's got them in quotes, would want to shut down the, inter the internet just to really piss us off? Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to happen in the next uh, in the next election cycle. Um, really? It's going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's November. It's going to, October, November are going to be bloodbaths. Uh, and... Um, they're laying down the foundations now to be able to have a kill switch, uh, both at the server network level and also on the browser-based uh, blacklist that they've got for the major browsers like Chrome, um, Edge, and Firefox, and Safari. Like they're going to have sites blacklisted uh, on both sides. So you know, it's funny. Um, uh, Mark Andreessen recently posted a screenshot of one of the NBC Universal engineers poking around on one of these deep um, internet subboards that was related to uh, the infrastructure of the internet. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And his question was, hypothetically, how could we shut down a large autonomous system off the internet? And the uh, implication was, and then this happened right after Elon announced his purchase of Twitter. And so what we believe from this is that um, NBC is getting ready to start writing some technical exposés uh, aimed at the government officials on how they can use their power to shut down Twitter um, during a period of time, probably right next to the election. You know, so, you know, if they can't get Elon Musk out there, they're just going to shut down Twitter. Uh, and my guess is they're going to shut down Twitter uh, either right before the election or if that's too politically hot, they'll do it right um, a few days before the election so that people can't share all of the evidence of these uh, ballot mules, of the ballot drop boxes. And they're going to want to make sure that they shut down all alternative forms of information so that the only information that we get about the election will come from authoritative sources. So, yeah, it's it's coming. But if, if they would shut down the Internet, I mean, it's just game over for everything. I mean, everything goes through the Internet. I mean, pay 
you go to a store and the, you know you pay with your car everything right i mean the whole well, that stuff's not that's it's going to be filtered like it's not going to oh. be a kill switch on everything it's okay. going to be a kill it's going to be a blacklist that that says oh this this site will be dangerous and traffics and misinformation so we've blocked it oh so it wouldn't be the entire internet uh Zach, it would just It'd be, be like twitter and gab yeah well, twitter well, and gab and and, and parlor uh-huh. i mean getter and some other and some other and blogs and basically you know as they cheat they're going to want to shut down the opposition for being able to show that they're cheating and so they're going to they're going to do it through shutting down the internet i'm getting ready for that right now mm-hmm. and then how yeah how would you know i mean if i get her you wouldn't be able to argue that you've been shut down because you don't have the internet you know that's yeah well the the hard part about this is you know look one of the largest distributed isps on the planet if not the largest is elon musk's starlink yes so how are they you know this is the reason why i think they're going to use browser-based block lists on the client is because you know they can cut off twitter from the, the isps but is elon musk going to go along with that um it's 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 a crazy sort of complex right because they're gonna be like hey let's shut down twitter on the server side you know musk's like oh well i'll route around all your censorship with starlink and now they got to go to the browser in order to actually prevent it and so um and and the thing is is that the globalists even though they're very evil and they've got infinite amount of money they don't really know how to operate computers that well it seems so everything that they do it's i feel like globalism is being led by a gerontocracy that doesn't write their own emails and so i don't really know how they're going to do all this stuff um, or whether they're going to be successful and um and so I, I think it's just going to be uh, laughably incompetent sort of attempt to filter, or they're going to be incredibly evil and sophisticated about it. But I think that it's all going to come to a head uh, by October at slash early November. Hmm. So I, I guess it would be fair to say that this is a big deal election, even though all politics is performance art, because if, if uh, the more conservatives can get in there and slow whatever whatever these globalists are doing with Biden, it could be a little bit better for this country, right? And we just have to make that argument. That's pretty clear, right? I mean, we would want to do that if we could. Yeah, you know, it's like we want to stop this agenda at all costs, um, and we want to get the rhinos out of, you know, positions of power. Um, and really what's happening is that we've got this huge democratic wave. And, you know, look, if the cartel wants to advance their power, then they need to shift gears. They need to like restore some American sovereignty and, and let this giant go back to sleep. Um, and maybe that's the best we can hope for is that they, you know, take all of this pent up energy and then have like some sort of like Reagan style revolution where things get better for, you know, eight years. And that's what I really hope, right? Because, you know, this fight against this centralized forces is going to be eternal and never ending. Like it's literally been a fight of, the last 250 years yeah. uh, since the founding of this country, it hasn't ever stopped. And so, you know, we, we can't ever win against these forces. The only thing we can do is we can stave off their victory and live to fight another day. And that's what I'm really hoping is going to happen in November is that they're going to be like, okay, there's too much back pressure. Let's switch gears and, you know, let America prosper for another eight years. And then we'll, we'll try it again, right? Uh, but, um, but 
but honestly, I, I think that they think that their numbers are done because the problem is social media is not just a form of news distribution. It's almost like a hive mind, like a cybernetic organism. And um, it's really good at contradicting all the lies. It turns out that once you look at history, um, history is just the integration of fake news over a long enough time period. Yeah. And so I yeah. think that what's going to happen is that people are figuring out that, um, you know, there is a lot of lying going on and that's going to be very destabilizing to this globalist. And I don't think they're, I, I, part of me thinks that they won't be able to recover from it. So they're going to push as hard as they can right now. Yeah. Well, there's some interesting things coming up with the election and this whole Great Reset thing and where this comes out and all of it. Well, good luck to you, sir. I don't believe in luck, because, um, but good luck to you anyway. Godspeed. Zach Voorhees, uh, Google Leaks, and Expose of Big Tech Censorship. His uh, newest project is Blast.Video, and you can, su- you can support him by going there. Right now, you're just doing everything on donations, right? But it's... It's a heck of a yeah. website. Got some thousands of videos already. So you've been, yeah, even, you've been doing good. Well, thank you, Zach. Take care of yourself. Come to Texas. You know, for what it's worth, I think that the the Tenth Amendment is real, and that uh, California. I mean, sorry, Florida and Texas. There could be a day when we just separate from this place and just, you know, and just go on our own, and we'll be Texans and Floridians and Oklahomans, you know, and. Just let them go and implode. Be a great little country. <laughs> That's right. Just let them implode, you know, because as you said so eloquently, they're not going to change and they're not going to stop. So maybe we just have to separate from them on some level, you know. Yep. Cool. Zach, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Take care of yourself. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, good. sir. Bye-bye. All right. I'll email Bye. you that video and the bit shoot and we'll get going. Thank you. All right. Zach Forges, uh, com. He's a brave guy, boy. Whoa. Man, oh, man. Start taking on these dudes. Google leaks and expose a big tech censorship. Zach Voorhees. Blast.video. So we'll send him our latest. Well, we'll send Zach this video. And then he's got a thing. He'll just ever upload everything from BitChute. Right on Blast.video. We'll get some new people. It's pretty cool. We're going to talk about uh, German New Medicine and um, where medicine, in our opinion, is going and where we think it's going is to um, more of the emotional, mental, and uh, um, spiritual aspect of of health and with the way things are happening in the world, um, who knows what we're going to have available to us in the way of food and or vitamins and minerals and stuff, who knows? So um, we're digging more into the idea that we create all of these things by what we think and believe, and I know that's true. And uh, we're going to talk to Melissa Sell in about 45 minutes. She's a German New Medicine lady, Melissa Sell. Uh, tomorrow, I think, last time we checked, I think we're going to sneak in a little show with um, Martin Armstrong uh, tomorrow. I will let you know what time, and I'll probably do something too, but we'll see. But I heard from him, they said, yeah, he could probably do something. So we'll see. So check in with our uh, front page every day. We're always streaming our archive videos on one radio network. We have uh, 3,000 or 4,000 audio shows that are right there, one radio network. Pass on our link, links to everyone that you care about, habitude links and things, and help us spread the word and keep the support coming in that people buy the products and donate things to us too. 
So I love you all very much. Thank you. We'll see you in about 45 minutes with Melissa Sell. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.